And welcome back to Rad Country. <clears throat> Rad Country. Um, the podcast for nobody. Um, <laughs> right, right now, because this never happens. Oh my gosh. We say it every time. Yeah, totally. Totally have not been very good at this one. Um, do have the other podcast, Marriage Retreat, which is every week on Sunday, 6 o'clock. And there's like five of us on there. So it's hard to not put one out every week. Yeah. Somebody's always That's a lot there. of accountability. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, I, what we know then is that in that group, you are not the one helping with the accountability. Because if you were, we would also have a show every week at 4 p.m. on Sunday. That's true. Well, this other one, <laughs> this other one goes for like three hours. Like, and nice. then I'm like, it's like nine o'clock, and I'm like, okay, running out of That's things awesome. to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, what what's new? Man, just getting through winter. That's that's what's new. It's 2023, so we're looking at this year. Becky and I decided like this is just going to be our best year ever just kind of all around so hmm. yeah that's it that's that's it there's a lot of new but it would be it would bore you to death if i talk to every everything oh thanks um, yeah <laughs> how about you um, is there anything new that you don't want to talk about there's a lot of stuff new that i don't <laughs> want to talk about uh, nothing changes in the old world of me um no, nothing really uh, too crazy. It's been, uh, you know, winter. I hate winter. Never been yeah. a fan of it. It always just disgusting time of year. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Saturday no, uh, was a good, that was a good uh, booster to the mood. Like it, yeah. it felt like spring a little bit. And so I was like, yeah, this feels good. That, Brighter days are ahead. That kind of where it's cold in the evenings, but like during the day, yeah. it's warm and it's okay. I can deal with it uh, being cold in the evenings, but not cold like right. all the time. That's when you walk outside really... and your like fingernails start to hurt. You're yeah. Like, Why? Why? Bones, bones just hurt. That's just the thing about getting old in general. It's just, you start to notice things. You're like, that never did that before. You know, <laughs> I, yeah. I slept on a, I slept on a cot this weekend. Um, I had drill and I woke up and I was like, I can't do this a whole lot more throughout my life. This is bad on my back. Like wake up on a cot or sleep yeah. on one. Dude, I heard it something the other day in it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It still has me a little bit fucked up. So Becky and I are sitting there. I can't remember what we were doing exactly, but we were sitting on our couch in our living room and having a conversation with one of the kids. And this kid goes ahead and says, hey, oh no, it wasn't one of the younger kids. It was actually Angela's. It was. He, the 21-year-old, we're having a conversation with him. And all of a sudden, he's like, you know, people like you guys born in the 1900s it's like 
<laughs> you piece you guys. of shit. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> you mean you? So we were just. I mean, I guess yeah. I I knew that. Like you know that. You know you were born in nineteen whatever you're born in. If you're not born in your you know after two thousand, like you were born in the nineteen hundreds. But like I've never referred to myself as like a someone from the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. No nineteen hundreds. That makes it right. sound like 1903 during the correct. The, uh... Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the yeah. Ford hasn't made the car yet. Yeah. Like we don't we don't have things in 1900s. Um. Uh, anyway, since we were talking about being old, sorry. Yeah, I've uh... your bones <clears throat> creak and crack. Yeah, you start to realize that, that like your, your mental health issues are no longer you can't have excuses for them. Um, you start to um, that's real. Yep, that's you're like thing. man, man, I'm no longer this is unacceptable anymore. Um, and then um, you realize that there's a lot of things. It's like I have all these things that I said I should probably have at this point in my life, yep. <clears throat> but you're like, man, they're not good enough. And then you start like, I uh, read, uh, do you get that, um, uh, I don't know if you read anything about stoicism or not, but they have that mm-hmm. daily like stoic um, email that goes out, mm-hmm. uh, the daily stoic, <clears throat> and I get those and I read them. And one of the things it said the other day was um, the person that thinks things should be better all the time like mm-hmm. you could have a better car you could have a better house you could have better this rarely has anything um, because <laughs> nothing is ever good enough yeah which you which can have everything sense. and nothing at the same time yep yeah yeah i uh agree with that all of all of that do some of my favorite people are stoics i think yeah. all the best people are stoics Sorry to the non-stoic people. Yeah, if you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand um, the pain of being stoic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that, actually. I think it's a curse, to be honest with you. Um, you talked about, like, men- you're, you don't have excuses for your mental health anymore. You know what I mean? Or, you, am I catching you right? Did I say that right? You don't, yeah. have, a, you don't have an excuse of... of saying, oh, it's just this or that, or oh, I'll figure it out later. It's like, it's kind of already, it's later. Like it's, it's now is it's later. Probably, your life, <laughs> your, your whole life's going to suck if you don't figure it out now. <laughs> no shit. Like this is kind of the last opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's never the last opportunity, I don't think. So it's never too late. But like, I, th- I agree with you. As you get older, you're like, oh shit. It's probably about time I start assessing these things and getting them in order. Yeah, you start going through, like, do I want to work for somebody or do I want to work for myself or do I want to, um, <clears throat> you know, um, always have bills or do I not yeah. want to have bills? Um, yeah. There's just so much to it. But then, uh, you know, then you see a giant balloon fly overhead and you're just kind of like, oh, what's that? And then yeah. you realize it's China and you're like, oh, they're coming. 
they're coming. But then you're like, <laughs> would it? Then you're like, what does all the other things matter in the face of that? But like, you still got to live your life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one but now thing- it's like, do I bury a container or like what is what does living my life look like at this point? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been reading The Tribe by Sebastian Younger. Um, oh, nice. Or Tribe. It's not The Tribe. And um, he talks about, like, well, a lot of his TED Talks revolve around uh, small group um, mm-hmm. and small communities. Um, he gets into the veteran stuff quite a bit because he went overseas and was in the Corngold Valley um, and survived all this stuff with with the infantry unit anyway but the big thing that you know reading that book he highlights a lot of the points that throughout different wars in the past there was upticks prior to the war in like mental health issues depression suicide rates and as soon as a war started that all declined like drastically Mm. um in a what? And my first question was like, "Oh, is that because nobody's there to keep logs of who's dying <laughs> from self-inflicted gun wounds?" Uh, but no, it was more of like people felt that there was they had a purpose. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, it wasn't so much like about me, me, me. It was about you know, oh, I have to be able to get by every single day by finding X, Y, and Z in order to make that happen, and. <clears throat> Going back to, um, you know, just talking about the decline in mental health issues and they were talking about like post 9-11 and how there was, you know, the suicide rate went all the way down and there was hardly any like gun violence and all of this other stuff like um, and like crime just basically went away. And it was it was like, you know, there was a sense of unity, a sense of. Um, belonging a sense of fellowship everybody had some purpose um, and we're all collectively like you know together on like finding the answer to hey who did this to us or or like Mm -hmm. um, they're in these war-ridden countries um, where you know every day is just kind of like ukraine right now um, Mm -hmm. for instance I, i suppose it's probably uh not as bad as what well, everything I see online, but the fact that, you know, there's people that have to worry about like getting from one side of the street to the other um, in order to get <laughs> right. a gro- to a grocery store or something in a day. Yes. And that's their main, you know, somebody going to sleep tonight thinking about that. Um, I watched the walking dead and it's just like <laughs> yeah. watching that and you're like, yeah, life would be way more simple if you just had to like, Hey, I have to survive. I've got to figure out ways to make that happen. Um, I all of a sudden don't have to worry about like a mortgage acquiring things or yeah. And you know, all all of a sudden our petty differences about like, well, I don't like you because of an email you sent or something. Um, you know, all of a sudden they're out, out the window because it's more of like, hey you have to make this happen or else we don't survive yeah well then people devolve though into like i don't like you because you have fucking more rice than i do so i'm gonna take that and then kill you 
well in your in your walking dead scenario but yeah. yes i get what you're yeah. Saying. yeah yeah uh, yeah i think it was i was trying to i was looking over because i was trying to find this guy's name i think it was mike glover who was listening to you talk and he was saying something similar about <clears throat> the suicide rates being so high among veterans and he was saying it feels like a lot of the guys lose purpose because before you know they were like they operated from like a tribe mentality like this is my team i'm out with my squad you know what i'm saying like it's kind of the team above me individually but then when you transition into civilian life like you lose that and it, i mean it's not that you lose it but you lose the sense that you had before which consumed you every fucking moment you know when you're in the top levels like he was i think he was a uh um green beret uh-huh. uh but anyway um he was he was saying kind of the same thing that you're i think you're saying is like when I mean, you lose the sense of tribe or you lose the sense of like i'm adding value to like the larger team then it's like well what the fuck am i worth and so then you get all this depression and all this other enter all the other things that we see going on kind of right now the thing that i don't get though is like we have so many fucking things right now that we could like unite and stand against like as a country literally if we're talking about like our society yeah um it's kind of ridiculous that we're not finding that thing like what on earth could be so big, so much bigger than some of the other things, you know what I'm saying? That would have to happen that um, we're like, Oh yeah, let's like maybe focus on getting along instead of bickering about who has the, yes, who has, (laughs) who has the right pronoun or whatever. What the what fuck is this? Bulbasaurus hey, Rex. <laughs> this is a surprise. I this is such a good surprise. Hey, how's it going? This how's is... it going, Justin? Long time. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Speaking speaking of stoicism, here we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. Were you really talking um, about stoicism? Yeah, we were. We mentioned it briefly. Got meditation yeah. next to me. Ooh, nice. For everybody, everybody that doesn't know, Nick Bulby just logged in. Um, this mm-hmm. is a three-way now, oh. and uh, oh, oh, yep, having him a nice drink, um, mm-hmm. helping loosen up the cords. Uh, welcome. Up. So we were just talking about yeah stoicism, and uh, I'm reading a book called Tribe by Sebastian Younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read it or not. Um, so. You'd like it, but it basically, you know, we were detailing, talking about like how whenever like a war breaks out or like a massive tragedy happens, how like people unite and feel a sense of like purpose um, and how like mental health issues go down, um, suicide rates go down during these times of like huge crisis and how ultimately like uh, from that book a sense of tribe kind of comes into play where people feel like hey i bring there's a sense of purpose um of bringing i'm the guy that you know like i know how to do medical stuff or i know how to do this or that and i provide uh this service to the people that i'm a part of and as long as i'm doing that they feed me or you know because there's Mm -hmm. always guys that go get food or whatever so that's what we were talking about. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Have you read it, Justin? What's that? Have you the, read the oh, book? Oh, have, have I read Tribe? No. I've heard of it, um, but I've never read it. No. Nope. Yeah. It's a quick, quick read. It's like maybe 200 pages. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but we read, um, well, read that Cameron Haynes book right before this one, too. Uh, His new the, one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or no, not that. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking someone else. But yes, I know what you're talking about. He's of the like this. He's cut out of the same cloth as like David Goggins, right? Isn't he like yes. a total badass hunter? Like when you said Cameron Haynes, I was thinking David Goggins. David Goggins just came out with a brand new book. You're talking Cameron Haynes' book that came out a few months ago yet? Yeah, um, I can't think of what it's called. There's keep hammering or something. Yeah, keep hammering. Yeah. Persevere or something like. That. Anyway, <clears throat> but that was a that was a good one too. That, yeah. that got a little like you could tell it was um, not like I, I hate to say self serving because like any book that you write that's like a memoir is going to be like self serving. Of course, that's the whole point mm-hmm. of it. But uh, it got to the point where it was like, okay, we get it. Um, you're really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I think with any book like that though, like. But um, the um, stoicism stuff we were talking about, like the daily stoic, that email that I get every single day and read it. And I'm like, it like, I'm glad I get it like first thing in the morning because I'm always like, oh, okay, that changes my whole outlook for the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, go ahead. Jose, what I really like about stoicism and kind of what you were alluding to with Tribe about how like you have a certain task you do you know you're providing what i like about stoicism is is very much like a practical way of how you can be a better person and like provide for other people like my brother loves the other kind of philosophy that's like what do the shadows on the wall cast by the fire mean and is it real is it not real like that's so over my head i don't i can't follow any of that but if you can (laughs) give me like this guide of like hey here's how you can be a better person for your family for your community and all that, like, I'll eat that shit up. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, that's what's been going on for like centuries with stoicism. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's all interesting too, just for the simple fact that like, it helps me like realize the shortcomings that I have in my own life. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them um, where I'm kind of like, man, some days I like read that. I'm like, I'm a really shitty person. Cause I don't <laughs> believe these things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the cool thing about meditations, though, is like with Marcus Aurelius, it was his personal journal. And the reason he wrote it was because just like everyone else, he struggled with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's I, like I read it, too. And I think the same things. I'm like, man, I'm just not a fucking good person. <laughs> like today, I'm not at my best. Like, <laughs> but that's kind of the nice thing about journaling, which I have to get more into. But like, it just kind of helps you reset. But uh, yeah, everyone goes through those shitty days for sure. Do you yeah, think everyone I, questions as deeply, like, what am I being the best version of myself in this moment? No. Like, I'm, I was saying to Nick, I was alluding a little bit earlier, uh, the other Nick, I guess. Both of you guys are Nick. What the fuck? Um, it's a real Justin sandwich. <laughs> explaining, yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of alluding earlier that, like, um, having thinking that way is 
kind of a curse mm. because I'm really fucking mean to myself because of mm-hmm. it. Like, okay, well, you know that you could have been better just then. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, it starts that like super hard on myself. And I don't know who said, it. I think it was Eminem talking about, like said something about being his own worst critic. It was like, yeah, like you, I, you'll never, or he said something like, you'll never be as hard on me as I am on myself. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's so true. Yeah. Yep. I, I think but anyways, successful people but, are like that for sure. But do you think people go like, generally speaking, like you said, everybody has those days. Do mm-hmm. you think they think about it that much though? Um, I don't know from, I would say no, I don't think, I think people are generally good for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and I, I do think like self-help books and like things like stoicism are gaining more popularity, but for the most part, I don't, I think we live in a time of like a lot of abundance and uh, there's a good, I'm trying to remember who I heard it from, but they were talking about, was some speaker talking about how back in the day, uh, like people had to worry about like providing enough food and like dangers and surviving. And now we live in such a time of abundance that like really all our problems are like intrinsic and like mm-hmm. you don't have to like address those problems to survive. Like you don't have to figure out like why you're an asshole. You don't have to figure out why you're having a bad day to survive. You can just, yeah. like, it's easy just to ignore it and go like get fast food, sit on the couch, watch TV and then repeat it the next day. So yeah. no, I think it's easier to ignore like intrinsic problems nowadays because we just have everything we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point because just for the simple fact that it would be easy not to get up in the morning and work out and you know go to a job and and you know whatever journal like I started journaling too just because of the daily stoic like um, mm-hmm. um, and just saying that like you know, I think I read it even today. I will, I'm not going to admit that I've been journaling. I started today. I made it a point. I was like, <laughs> I need to write. Um, <laughs> so I am lying already. Um, shit. That's awesome. Anyway, but, um, you know, it felt good to, um, I don't know if you guys ever use that brainwaves app, but it's just like certain decibels, like and you want to want to reach like, Hey, calm your mind or, or binaural beats yeah 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 fuck yeah those help a lot yeah yeah and i just started writing and i was just like felt this overall like just calm i was like okay i can you know like i wasn't worked up but it was more of like i need to do this more often i just got a bunch of shit off my chest that you know nobody needs to see but i just got it out felt better yeah um so I can see the big benefit in um, in journaling in general. Well, obviously writing a book and and all that. My whole book was journals, um, journal entries. And you know, had I not journaled during that time, I would have been. But I'd be sitting here like trying to recall anything that probably happened. You know, at any point now, almost twenty years ago, so or fifteen years ago, uh, and you know, having Larry come in and talk to us not too long ago too, was like, 
I need to get better at like writing things down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the whole like having to depend on to bring us back to what we were talking about, like, but the whole, you don't have to depend on, you know, somebody to go catch your food and you can just go to the grocery store and you could steal it if you really needed to. Yeah, um, and to grocery store, you can like get on your phone from your couch and have someone drop it off at your front door and do the shopping. Yep. Yes. Before yep. Plenty of time. started started their enormous like rise in price. Um, yeah, that's all we did was have groceries delivered. Since then we've changed things a little bit. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Aldi is awesome. So <laughs> are, you, are you are you trying to get a plug with Aldi's? Are you guys trying to no, get No, we yeah? should. Oh, we should the only <laughs> that would advertise for them. I don't know, but <clears throat> no, but the they get uh, you overall, though, you have to pay like a quarter for a bag or something. For the for the cart. Or the cart, yeah. the cart. Yeah. For the cart? Silly. Yes, it's so silly. You get your quarterback. It's all big. So people yeah. don't steal them. Yeah. No, but the um uh coming back to you know, you don't have to do all that stuff. You don't really have to. If you don't want to be in shape, you don't have to be. If you mm-hmm. don't want to be like a good person, you don't really have to be. Um, there's nobody going around saying like, oh, you made a bad decision there, bud. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's not somebody saying like, hey, you're overweight and you probably shouldn't be because, you know, you're not provide going to be able to provide this or this, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I think there's little things that we all make decisions on whether we want to make life hard or make life easy. But I've mm-hmm. always felt like not doing those things makes life harder in general. Like, makes my mm-hmm. thinking suck. If that makes sense. If you're making <clears throat> kind of bad decisions. Oh, yeah. Whatever totally. that is for you. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that whole idea of uh discipline and freedom. And people are mm-hmm. like, shit, like I don't want to be disciplined in like getting up on time and like eating healthy and you know, mm-hmm. making good choices. And then you do the opposite of that and you're like, Well, I feel like shit. I look like shit, like why is this happening? Right. Yeah. It's more restrictive to just not have some discipline. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Have you ever just, like, yeah. sat there and, like, watched somebody suck down, like, a bunch of soda, like, all day, and they still function, mm-hmm. like, well, and eat, like, shit, like, all day, and you're, like, and I'm, like, uh... man, if I if I had one, like, piece of candy or something like that, I would, it would be horrible, and, you know, I'm, like, how do you function, like, <laughs> How does your body work <laughs> off of that? How does it use Dr. Pepper and turn it into energy? <laughs> uh, gosh. I used to really like Dr. Pepper, but I get it. Yeah. Not anymore. No, I just don't. You know, I just look at it and I'm like, man, that's just sugar going straight into my body and right out. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like everything else. You, Yeah. You get used to it. Your body mm-hmm. changes to it. Now it yeah. wants that Dr. Pepper, that fucking ho-ho. Mm. Mm. A little snack cake, <clears throat> the cream filling. Are you trying to tempt us or are you just like recalling? I'm just saying, I, I, get, yeah. I get why Jesus. people fall into this trap. It's really <laughs> yummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, 
for the longest time I would drink energy drinks. I would have like an energy drink a day. And I mean, that went on for probably like a decade. I was having a Red Bull every day. And then, uh, just recently at the start of the new year, like every year I do this, the daily stoic has a new year challenge where for like three weeks, every day they do a new challenge. Mm -hmm. And one of them was basically, he told the story of this one famous professor who was in the middle of the day and he like had a desire to have some alcohol. And he's like, man, I don't like having something like have this much control over my desire. So the professor quit alcohol and that was kind of the premise for like find something that has control over you that like you don't need and quit it and for me that like I said that was like 10 years of having an energy drink every day mm-hmm. like and so I went one day and I would crash in the afternoon all the time and like I had these like pulls of like I don't even think it was caffeine but even like a weekend from quitting I would have this like pull of just like psychological like need for it and forget like all the chemicals that are in those and like words I can't pronounce like once like a month passed I stopped crashing at my desk like my ups and downs like disappeared like what I was thinking I needed like energy from was actually the thing that was like kind of messing me up um but that's fascinating it's, it's it's pretty wild yeah the stuff that you think you need like i can the only way i can relate to this is like like um well let's just say alcohol for instance you know like used to use that as a big crutch but you'd go on like say a deployment and you'd have to stop you'd have to stop for like a year and um you'd have to stop a lot of things for like a year and all these things that were like um you know crutches of some sort like whatever it was, there was a lot of things that like you can get in the United States and you just can't get them overseas anyway. And, you know, you get over there and it's like your brain flips a switch and it's like, you just don't need it. Like, cause you know, you can't have it. And so, you know, like once, once your brain is like figured out that like, Hey, this is no longer available to you. Um, it's almost like, Oh, it finds other things that it can like substitute for it instead. Mm-hmm. Um, energy drinks are one that I, like <clears throat> I would like I would love to not have be involved in my life um, <laughs> <laughs> just for the simple fact that like I wonder what it's like with without needing them you know like mm-hmm. just mental clarity probably and not like having to rely on that as a means of like oh I'm tired I need that um, to perk me up but um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never been a fan of like things that if I'm like, I need it, like I need the, the feeling of like cracking open a can of rain um, or I don't know what else there is. Like probably for some people it's like, oh, in the afternoon I have to have gum or something like that like there's just these things these little things that you don't think about that like have complete control because they for one let's say like that rain if if i were to take the rain out of my whole life that would involve me not going to the gas station to get one that would involve me not being sidetracked not having to leave earlier so i could get there to get Mm -hmm. that so i can still be at work on time so i'm saving gas 
And then whenever you're at the gas station, you're like, well, I'm not going to just get that one thing. Yep. I'm going to get like two things, two or three things. And then all of a sudden it's like 10 bucks. Um, and that $10 is like $50 a week. And you're like, man, where does all my money go? And it's these little things here and there. It's not the big things. You're like, man, I shouldn't buy a new guitar every month. Um, and I'd have a lot more money. No, it's more of like, yeah, I shouldn't spend that $50 a week every week that adds up to like the price of a guitar. And I could have that guitar and not be strapped for cash. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. <clears throat> well, just answered all my life problems. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink energy drinks, but I drink a lot of coffee. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. To, to give up coffee would be a nightmare. It's funny. I, I got off energy. I've been off it for like two months now. And I'm like, well, this is going to save me money. And now I spend like three times as much on coffee at like the coffee yeah. house every day. And I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, coffee's good. Yeah. So was it the energy drinks in general? Like just like you just wanted to get off energy drinks or was it caffeine? Because if you're doing that, you're doing it wrong. Um, it was more... I don't have coffees every day. It's more, it was more just energy drinks in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've basically uh, drink Ice. a lot of like tea, uh, tea every day. So yeah. Mm. What kind of tea? Any, I'm uh, either right now there's a really good bourbon black tea. I like a lot. Mm. Okay. And then I have uh, a green tea at home. I drink. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Green tea is way better anyway. Yeah. so good for you i've tried to make that flip mm-hmm. from coffee to green tea mm-hmm. not working and i just i love green tea but it's just not it's not fucking coffee i want coffee i want water that tastes like dirt <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what i decided that could be the only explanation okay okay yeah there are a couple funny. of good mushroom options that are pretty good Oh, the uh, oh, what are they? A uh, bullet? Do they? Is that mushroom coffee? No, it's the uh, I lion. No one lion's mane well, coffee. That's a kind of mushroom. Yeah, I don't know. I get something from Amazon. It's nothing like known. Is it, is it mud? I think there's one called mud. Mud water is like the yeah. the mm-hmm. one that's like the one everybody okay. talks about. Yeah, I actually haven't had that one, um, but. Like I said, I get like this mushroom powder that, yes, I substitute for coffee sometimes. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel yeah. better about myself. You know, I think in California, they started selling like shroom chocolate or it's in California. Or, chocolate. or yeah. So like, it's like it's psychedelic, psychedelic yeah. mushroom. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. It's legal in like Colorado and like, um, is it legal or Cal- decriminalized? Which I mean, whatever. I feel like that's tomato, tomato, but let, let me because it, it's got like a funky name. By the way, it, um, while you're looking at it, nobody fucking says tomato, right? Like, why are we saying that? Why is that a saying? Tomato, or tomato. potato. Those are two yeah. different fucking things. Nobody says and <laughs> that too. Nobody says potato. <laughs> hey, bulbs, will you pass the potatoes? <clears throat> Magic magic mushroom candy bars. Oh, nice. And Calorie. So dude's trip to LA. Well it's not. Well, no. See, here it is. You guys. 
okay. magic bar. So okay. it's it's not enough to like like see God. Um, yeah. I think you have you would have to eat the whole bar in order for that to happen. It's more of like eat a little piece and it helps like calm you. Kind of like um, a microdose. Yes. Um, okay. And it basically, I think it's for, <clears throat> I think it's been successful for people that have like obvious like oh, PTSD. mental health issues, PTSD, stuff like that. Cause mm-hmm. I've read a lot about it through like the veterans groups and all that mm-hmm. stuff, um, talking about it. And um, I have some veteran friends who are out of the army that were like, yeah, we, I've tried it and it was great. And I'm like, okay. Um, <clears throat> maps. Uh, have you guys heard of this? This maps organization. Uh, they, I forget the acronym. Every time I say I should look it up and commit it to memory, but it's really long. Anyway, um, they are they're they're an organization who uh, puts a ton of research into psychedelics mm-hmm. as it like for use in like PTSD and like um, kind of late stage. Um, Alzheimer's. illnesses where you're gonna uh, oh like you know, people like are, are going cancer. to die oh, I see. Yep. so it helps them deal with kind of the anxiety of that um so there's the psilocybin so the mushrooms ketamine um mdma those are kind of the big ones making the biggest noise right now ketamine i think is fully legal um for ptsd uh i think M- mdma is very close uh i think they're like one trial away from being approved <laughs> and then i think psilocybin is everywhere is decriminalizing it so i think that's well on its way but it's pretty cool actually if you look into this organization like what they're doing and how they're helping uh just kind of revolutionize wow. or i guess re revamp really this interest from a psychiatric standpoint and psychedelics yeah, take kind it. of all the shit that started in the fifties, and then they got picked away. The stigma of yeah. <laughs> drugs being bad, I guess. Um, certain ones, right? Never... Certain ones. It's like sure you can dump all these fucking SSRIs and everything else like down our throats, but like God forbid we go and do one session of one drug ever, and now you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> Dang it! Lost another one. Um, there's, uh, that kind of stuff. And then the, uh, uh, I was trying to think of what it was. What's that stuff that like those guys have to go down to like South America and like do, uh, ayahuasca, ayahuasca. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bobby's like been there. Um, I want to do that. I had I'm so friend, ready to go. I had a friend who did it and, uh, she messaged me and we were just talking i could tell she was kind of off i'm like are you okay and she's like yeah i did ayahuasca and i was like oh that's cool how is it and she's like well i've been awake for like 50 hours straight now and i can't fall asleep so (laughs) (laughs) a little funky i'm like oh shit but she said it was overall a good experience but yeah huh i've only heard good things i've heard that it can be shitty like if you go i apparently you go and sign up for like multiple sessions so you might do like i don't know three to five sessions over the course of however long you're there. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that the first one or two can be pretty intense. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And then the rest are better. Yeah. Hmm. What does I it help you see? I think it if helps you... with like like come to terms with like past experiences basically. Mm. Yeah. Oh, maybe like, that's why it's so intense, is because you're reliving all the tough stuff. Yeah, I, th- I think those first couple is you mm. getting like super introspective and you're like facing the demons, you know, the shit. <laughs> and then it seems like based on what people have written about it or whatever, you can watch people talk about it on videos online. Um, the, the, the next sessions are more like coming to terms with like, this is who I am and like what I am, I suppose is more accurate. It's like what am I, what I am in the universe. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with like being that. that but like I said, I've never done it. So I don't, I'm just super curious to know. I also tend down the road fully where like the shadows on the walls, like, is it real? Is it mm, mm-hmm, is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can get lost in that too. Oh, so that's yeah. fascinating to me. Like what yeah. are people really experiencing? Like, cause then you hear people talking about seeing fucking aliens. Mm-hmm. So. Or like uh like alternate universes and things like that great yeah. so well that's weird um artificial intelligence is going to take over before we probably figure Bros. all that out have you guys played with chat gpt uh we i we've it's it we talk about it at work quite a bit yeah isn't that isn't that wild yeah it's currently writing me a screenplay so is it be on the lookout, <laughs> folks wow <laughs> So they were, uh, well, they're, I was on um, my, well, it's, I call it, it's CD Baby. It's who like produces my music basically whenever I like put out an album and they put out a um, article the other day about like, is AI the next, the future of music basically. Um, so if you like, we may not have heard the end of like Nirvana. Um, we may not have heard the end of like, um, you know, oh like the doors like that may all yeah. make a comeback mm-hmm. at some point if you're just like like because these paintings can take the data and like remake us or not remake but make a new song in there yeah and it their uses style yeah it basically like oh kurt cobain would write in a song like, like this a... basically um it. that it's it's cool but it also is like taking the you know if it gets to a point where it's like I'm like, okay, I need them to write me a song and I'll just perform it. Um, mm-hmm. And I say, hey, AI, whatever, whoever I'm talking to, uh, write me a song about blah, 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 X, Y, and Z. And so it does. But then it like it produces a whole song for you, like mm-hmm. ultimately. So it's taken the, the, you know, jobs away from like music producers or like even record labels probably at that point, unless they, you know, figure out a way to make money off of it but things have changed so much anyway the past few years like we have to figure out how we're going to make money (laughs) anyway it wouldn't it be better for you if you didn't have to deal with a record label like if you could write a song that's awesome and or you know and you don't have to pay a producer or whatever and then this song was the thing like that's the next that's the thing that gets you you know out of your job and on the road all the time like that'd be better for you right because now you're an individual you can do whatever you want yeah yeah that 
would you not like it because you're like i didn't write this this doesn't feel like my that's that's where it gets weird does does the person that owns the you know the ai platform that i use or whatever do do they own the music um i feel like with the next iteration of this like i think lex friedman said the full version four I don't know. I, I don't know anything about this, but like the next version of the chat GPT is set to come out very soon. This version is like two years old. So it like sucks in comparison mm-hmm. to whatever's coming out. Mm-hmm. And so I think with that, it's going to be like there was the world before the internet like really hit. Yeah. The internet hit. And then it's the nobody owns the internet. Right. I think it's going to be like kind of the same thing. Like, Right. I mean, if you're saying, yeah, you, once once you know how to make the thing, everybody's going to fucking make the thing. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you could have it uh, script out ep- episodes of your podcast and you could just for sure. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to, like, go off the oh, top of your head. You could just like, hey, like create a really engaging podcast episode about this topic and this topic with two people Bing. and then go. Here we go. Yep. And then it just takes our voices. All and makes art it yeah, yeah. I think the the art is in the prompt now because it's only going to do it as good as you can prompt it to do it i think i mean it does a pretty damn good job like you can give it some very basic prompts so i was saying that i'm having it write a screenplay right now like it's basically because i keep on building the conversation like Mm. it wrote one and then i was like okay can we switch this to this or make it darker or add a little bit of dark humor it got really, really far. And then I was like, okay, now rewrite it in the style of Martin Scorsese. And so that spit out a whole different version, Man. but it was way better. How long is it? It's not very long. It probably takes five minutes to read right now, but uh, it's good. Like that's, it's really fucking good, which so, is so scary. So, so that's what's <laughs> weird, but that's what's weird. Cause it's like, who owns that? Is that yours? I mean, it's like, it's <laughs> on the internet. Like, I have Just to go to their website be, to get it. I should download it. There's going to be like a trailer drop and like in the next year. And it's going to be, be like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Here just. Here's my fucking, here's my phone. That's <laughs> all this it. is. I saved it. All, all this is, is we think it's cool, but all they're doing is gathering all these ideas and they're like, fuck it. Yeah. There's 20 people in the world who have all of this compiled data from all of us idiots just feeding the system. And they're like, oh, thanks, guys, for the input. There's a, it's not as, I mean, it's so creepy. It's not as crazy as chat G, uh, GPT. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, so for live streams, we, there's this new technology you can use where uh, you, it's just like a downloadable tool. And when you're live streaming, uh, it will make sure that the person talking on screen is always looking at camera. So like you like put a side by side and the guy in real life was actually like looking around, looking up, looking down, like looking left and right. But on the stream, it looked like he was just making direct eye contact the entire time. And like, really? yeah, it's going to be, you could easily like, even now, I don't think it'd be that hard. I don't think it's commercialized yet, but like, sooner than later like nick could show up for a webinar training and he could be it's in not sweats. even nick it's not even oh, yeah, oh. he'd show up in sweats and we can be like all right put on like an hg polo for the stream 
uh, it will just like pop on. He'll maintain contact. He can just be reading off like a script. It'll be dude. Yeah. That and I'm just right there. I'm really just like he's just completely in, naked. He's just like in a in hospital like, bed. You know, he's put on like <laughs> <laughs> feeding I think tubes. That's a real. Alive. That's a real. Uh, I think positive use case for the NFT stuff, right? Because you could design like the clothes and whatever else that it is mm. that you want to like give the skins. Yeah, it'll be like sell that life shit, life. right? That's exactly what it'll be. Yep, real life. It's skin. just like you're just dressing an avatar. Yeah. Oh. Did you find it, Nick? Are you looking up GPT or Chat GPT right now? Yeah, I am. It's pretty sweet. I uh, I wrote in here write a horror story about a serial killer in Nebraska. <laughs> And it's just fucking it's just fucking going to town right now. Yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what? It's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, read like the first paragraph. <laughs> All right. So in the small in the small town of Nebraska, there was a serial killer who struck fear into the hearts of residents. No one knew who the serial killer was or why they were targeting the town. Every night the residents would lock their doors and windows, praying that they wouldn't become the next victim. It was dark and stormy night, and Mary was home alone. Oh, shit. She heard a a strange noise coming from outside her window and tried to ignore it. But the noise (laughs) persisted, and she couldn't shake the feeling that someone was watching her. She mustered up the courage to investigate and slowly made her way to the window. As she peered outside, she saw a figure in a hooded coat standing in the rain. The figure had a sinister smile on their face and their eyes seemed to be locked on Mary. Suddenly the figure raised a knife and began to make their way towards the house. Mary tried to scream for help, but her voice was trapped in her throat. She ran to the door to try to escape, but it wouldn't budge. The killer had locked her in. Mary was trapped and there was no one to save her. Days went by and the town was in a state of panic. The killer had claimed yet another victim. And the police were no closer to finding the culprit. The residents lived in fear, not knowing who would be next. One night, a young detective was on patrol when he saw a hooded figure walking down the street. He followed the figure and eventually cornered them in the alleyway. When he finally caught a glimpse of the killer's face, he was horrified to find that it was someone he had known all of his life. It turned out that the killer was a prominent member of the community who had been, a, had been hiding a dark secret. They had been killing people for years, using their position of power to cover up their crimes. The detective had finally caught the serial killer and brought them to justice, but the town would never be the same again. The memory of the terror that had once gripped their community would live on forever. Damn. That's good. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like super good, but obviously it's like, well, you want a longer, like better story, right? So then just, you could keep giving it prompts like, okay, fix this, adjust this, like add this, change the names, whatever. And it will sit there and like redo itself with those edits, which is insane. I can't imagine what a better version of this will be like. I I said, make it blood. I said, make it bloodier. (laughs) (laughs) It said, I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot generate content that is violent, disturbing, or intended to shock and disgust the reader. Oh, uh, dang it. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's the one thing that it won't do. Man. 
<laughs> and I Apparently found it right it away. It won't show you how to like acquire the means to build nuclear weapons either. Things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Lex Friedman was saying there's a little bit of, tri- if I understood him correctly, he said that there's a little bit of trickery here in that what like us users are expecting from it is kind of driving the awe behind it because i mean you can ask it like what's the difference between you and google and it will give you this like pretty long drawn out answer but i think it's essentially doing the same thing as what google does it's just compiling a better answer the fucking thing's writing a song right now i said write me a song about growing up in a small town and it's almost done in five fucking seconds this This would take me years (laughs) that thing's gonna fucking contaminate my brain well hey next time you have to write like a a field guide or you have to do something for work you can just put chat gpt in yeah like write a production training manual (laughs) thanks yeah in just, the style okay. of John Erbst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, that's crazy. And think about it. Like, you know, I'm reading this and this doesn't, my brain can't process. Like, it, it keeps telling me, like, somebody's sitting there, like, typing this. But this thing is going way too fast yeah. to be, like, mm. somebody typing. So I don't understand this whatsoever. Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. can't comprehend it. I would need a class on this, but I think could you see where like kids would be like, write me a paper about, you know, yeah. astrophysics, dude. I think this changes. I think this changes things the way seriously that like the internet did. That's a cell phone did. We just don't really realize it yet. So like, so how they did, right. People bucked it and didn't really use it at first. And then all of a sudden it's like, fuck, who doesn't use email? Do you do your guys' kids enjoy using laptops and iPads at school or do they like, man, I wish we could like use notebooks more often or they're completely happy with technology all the way. I would say any chance, yeah, any chance our kids have to interact with technology, the better basically. Mm -hmm. It's almost concerning for one. So they got a VR headset for Christmas, which is fucking dope. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, they're one of them. I get a look like she watches movies in there, which is great. Oh, in the I mean, headset. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Which is like she really likes being in that world, and like even our baby, like she's just curious. She sees people using it, <clears throat> so she like she knows that it goes on your face. She'll she'll grab it and she'll like tap her head like she wants you to put it on. And so I put it on her face so she could like see the the home like where your yeah. mm-hmm. whatever your home base is, and. It's like she looks around and she's in awe, like her mouth is open. And I'm like, no, nope, I don't want to keep showing this to you because you're going to want to be in here more than in real life. <laughs> so you just strap that thing on and you can watch a movie in there? Is that? Oh, yeah, dude. You have the, the Quest, the Oculus Quest? Yeah, the Quest 2. Okay, yeah, that's what I have. I've never watched yeah. a movie on it, but it is so surreal when you're playing games or like doing it is on there. It yeah. could be dumb too. So I don't know if you're familiar, but that super hot. Have you played mm-hmm. this? Yeah, I played that. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. So Nick or Rucker, if you like just looked up images of super hot, like mm-hmm. it looks so dumb. It's just this weird 
I don't know, poly polygonal, is that how you say the word? Like shapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the because of the sensations that happen and the fact that you have to move, like kind of moves with you and physics kind of work, like you don't get the sense that it's fake. Like it kind of, it's like real, even though it doesn't mm-hmm. look real in front of you, it feels real. And that's a really odd place for your brain to be. So whenever you're watching a movie on that thing, does it like look like you're in a movie theater or does it like, Hey, this is all around me. Uh, more like a movie theater. There's like a big ass screen in front of you in the Netflix app. Anyway, I don't, I've never tried it any other way. I have tried watching a couple of VR videos like on YouTube, but I think if you have a better headset, it might be better. It's kind of blurry in my opinion. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say, Nick? Um, I like two of my favorite things I've done on there. One was there's a series of Star Wars games, and I remember mm-hmm. it was one of the first things I got. And you put the headset on, and it is just so wild. I mean, you feel like you're there on the ship, and like it's Amazing. just it's so hard to explain. And then another, they have really cool, just like educational experiences. So mm-hmm. you can do one about the Titanic, and you can be on the Titanic, or you can. Uh, like visit Anne Frank's apartment and it's like you're walking through a photorealistic tour of what her apartment was like during World War II. I I did do that Mm -hmm. uh, the Anne Frank tour yeah that was cool Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah if they did the Titanic one I would I would end up blowing my brains out halfway through it (laughs) right I forgot yeah that sinking Oh shit. I think it was I think it was my past life. Dude, yeah. you want to know what how, is this? how do I know unreal? this? Yeah, you do. We had a podcast about it. Remember like we had a fears one where we talked oh. about like in mine was thalassophobia or like underwater objects basically. Yeah. Huh. And well, yeah, don't do that. Oh my god, I would freak the <laughs> fuck out. Like I would seriously probably have a panic attack. Like um I was sitting on the treadmill the other morning and I just kept picturing like this and I'm like, why is this coming into my fucking brain right now? And no. I just kept picturing it like being there and I was like, stop, stop. <laughs> I got freaked out. I seriously was like, what the fuck is this? Why is this a thing? I don't know. That's why I'm afraid to do uh ayahuasca because i'm afraid i'll see the titanic you're afraid you're gonna end up underwater that'd probably be good for you fuck that then <clears throat> do it and you'll be done with it yeah we'll spray yeah. you with some like uh spray bottles too to make it more realistic oh my Thank god you. he's just like <laughs> huddled on the ground he's weeping <laughs> but you're i would weeping, be afraid you to... can barely breathe because uh, you're drowning I, w- I would you know it would be cool to be in like like we talked about the center land that time, you know, and like throwing that headset on and or whatever. But the center land is more of like a desktop thing. It's not like you're throwing a headset on and doing all that. But <clears throat> I think that's where Zuckerberg wants like Meta to be. Like you, I think that's what they're gearing up that Quest Pro for, is to like uh-huh. function better in that space. But like that feels weird. You know what's going to be really weird is if we're already like chat GPT is like text based. I don't think it's it's only a matter of time until you can put on an Oculus 
headset and it's going to be video like GPT and you'll oh. be like, hey, build me this world. And then you go like, like walking around wherever yeah. you want to go, like do this, do that. And you're going to like have this virtual real world in your face, in your eyes that like you can do whatever you want. In. I fully believe that that's on its way. Yeah. It's probably like not far, like, yeah, right within the next few years, it, I would imagine. It's, right? It's like, uh, oh god, what's uh, the movie with Sylvester Stallone? Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man, and they don't even like have sex anymore. They just have like the headsets, Headset, and that's yes. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about being like, however old I was, twelve or thirteen years old, and you're like, yes, we're gonna get a sex scene. <laughs> and then it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, that was such a good wanna, movie. I need to watch that again. I haven't watched it for a long time. So, so what if, um, like, you use that? Like, let's say, like, this thing writes a halfway decent song, and I'm like, I want to record that, and I go and yeah. record it. Is this a then, true story? Like you, you're reading the song right now, and you're asking us hypothetically. Like yeah, I'm you, like, is this the, is this the bro, right thing to do? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go record the song that I just wrote? <laughs> this thing just wrote a killer song. Here's the thing: if I can go in and give it the exact same prompt that you gave it, but it spits out something different, I think you own what it spit out to you. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Who is going to know that ever? <clears throat> You know what I mean? Unless you literally like say like, "Oh, I'm telling ChatGPT or ChatGPT to do this for me," and then here it is. Like, how different is it than it coming out of your own head? And how do you know it didn't come out of your own head? And ChatGPT is an extension of your own fucking mind. Well, it technically, kind of is because <laughs> you get all I did was I thought of the topic and typed it in, and then it was like, "Oh, I'll take it from here." How different is the actual idea to like completed thing, completed thought, well, right? How almost, different is that process? You're, you think of a thing and then you just put in the work, I suppose, to build the, the deal. But now you're just asking your, your phone to finish it for you. It's kind of like a calculator, right? I think I have an answer for you guys. Okay. So Forbes has a whole Q&A with these lawyers and uh, about chat GBT. You're conveniently breaking up. <laughs> wow. All of a sudden, I figured out that chat GBT does way. not want this information out. Mm-mm. That was Thank way too know. coincidental. Bumblebee. Bumblebee, too, now. Right. I thought. <laughs> Chicago Bulby you're breaking up stop fucking with the GPT it's gonna kill <laughs> don't you bring the lawyers into this <laughs> I, I... oh no oh. the laser beam got oh. <laughs> all what of a sudden it just like shows up behind him and fucking stabs him <laughs> in the back of the head robot, like, <laughs> no Alexa no. no don't do that <laughs> Good night, Nicholas. <laughs> what did you say before you turned into Bumblebee? <laughs> uh, so, according to this article, this article, uh, 
for a work to enjoy copyright protection under current U.S. law, the worst the work must be the result of original and creative authorship by a human author. So, absent human creative input, a work is not entitled to copyright protection. So you just can't copyright it, but you. So no, I'm saying he. You could like to me that says Nick could take that song, copyright it, and it's his. Oh. I got it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it would feel weird. Go. I think it would take some getting, but it's no different than me being in like, hey, we're in a writer's group. And I'm like, hey, here's an idea. Let's write a song about patriotic, uh, patriotic Here. song. And, and Justin's like, oh, I got an idea. And he starts writing. Yes, and, exactly. And I'm like, uh, let's do this a little bit different. Try this instead. And then I You're write just collabing something with something way fucking smarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Than Justin, yeah, totally. Yep. That's yep. not hard. Um, that is not hard to do. You should be like, "Hey, give me some <laughs> marketing ideas for Radwash." <laughs> oh, is that a <laughs> <shot fired> you fucks? <laughs> <clears throat> it's like a magic eight ball at that point. Like, should I quit my job? Um, it will spit out some answer, like. Make sure you think through all the things before you make a decision like that. Everyone should have a clear handle of their finances and blah, blah, blah. Um, Oh, you have to sign up. Shit. um, Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I just gave the AI my email information, so you're done now. Screwed. It is over. Game over. I put in here create marketing campaign for music business, and I think just fucking going to town. He was waiting for this shit. I I've been holding this one in all day. I asked it, yeah, all kinds of business questions and how to do this, how to do that. And it spits out like step by step. Conversations may be reviewed by our AI trainers to improve our systems. It makes it sound like they're like an animal or something like something (laughs) live. There is something keeping this animal at bay. It's called Google. Or in this case, Microsoft, (laughs) if you're on open AI. What is a controversial podcast topic? How do we double the audience size of Rad Country? They say when we get to our first four, we'll be on our way. dude this thing is like i just put in here write me a workout to build muscle and this Mm. thing is writing me a workout right now but give it like some actual data so like say if you know like i don't know what your bmi is or your height and weight are currently what a goal is Mm -hmm. it says It'll tell you, like, ask it if you, uh, 
will remember things about you. It says that it's not compiling data on individuals, but that has to be bullshit. Yeah, I, I would think so. <clears throat> well, of course. Maybe this it. version isn't, but I don't know. It feels like bullshit. It would work way better if it did. This is, this. I could see where this could get, this is like whenever Bonsai Buddy came out. You guys remember that? Anybody else no. experience Bonsai Buddy? Or basically, what the you could. <laughs> it was a monkey um, that you could go on the of internet, course. you could type type something in, and it would say it would just speak it back to you, like you type uh, it in. It's like hi, hi blah, blah, blah. and it would do it tricks. Talking and, Tom Cat or some shit like that. Wasn't that one like that? That was another one too. Okay, but it was addicting because you just like. I, I could say anything and I wanted to say this. This is like that. It's like, I could sit here and be like, hmm, help me. You know, uh, or whatever. Like, you know, write a workout for me to trim 10 pounds off my current weight. I'm 215 or something like that. Let's see what, let's see what this bitch says. Yeah. Uh, well, while it's doing that, I, told it to it said tell me a scary story about nick r nick b and justin nice uh not all of us survive it oh damn it cock you want to hear it yes all right once upon a time there were three friends named nick r nick b and justin they were (laughs) inseparable and loved to explore abandoned places in search of adventure Mm. one day they stumbled upon an abandoned mansion deep in the woods They entered the mansion, but what they found inside was beyond their wildest nightmares. The walls were covered in blood, and the air was thick with the stench of death. Suddenly, they heard a loud, guttural growl coming from the basement. The three friends, filled with dread, slowly made their way down to the basement. There, they found a room filled with human bones and a large, hulking monster that was a source of the growling. The monster had red glowing eyes and long razor-sharp claws. It let out a fierce roar and lunged at Nick R., who managed to dodge the attack. Nick B. and Justin tried to run, but the monster was too fast. It caught up with them and killed them both. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, Nick R. was the only one left, managed to escape, and made it back to civilization. But he was never the same after that day. He was haunted by the memory of the monster and the sound of his friend's screams. Years went by, (laughs) and uh, Nick R. became a recluse, never leaving his house and always keeping the lights on. People said that he would often hear strange noises at night and see shadows moving in his house. They say that the next monster still, they say that the monster still haunts the abandoned mansion, waiting for its next victims. To this day, no one has dared enter the mansion again, and the fate of Nick R. remains unknown. Wow. <clears throat> well, shit. He's, he's at home, bright and country. So <laughs> I'm just like here. cranking him out. Man, I have a <laughs> writer's block, and all of a sudden I wrote 14 <laughs> albums in one weekend. <laughs> uh, I'm never Could going anywhere with you guys to explore abandoned places That's, <laughs> and if you hear a guttural growling from the basement don't go i'm staying away can you guys imagine if i was just like after this weekend i'm like hey i wrote 20 songs this weekend weird i've been in writer's block for years and 
suddenly. <laughs> well, I could see where this thing would like create the shell of a song and probably like put you in the right direction to where you would yes. like probably I could probably go in and be like, I want to tweak that tweak that a little bit. I like the direction they're going, but some of it, like I read some of the lyrics it wrote, and I'm like, this is fucking some corny shit right here. Um mm-hmm. but you know, like going through and then I had it I wrote I was very specific about this request. I said, I weigh 250 pounds 15 pounds and want to get to 190. Write me a workout to lose that weight. And this thing just like fucking it's like oh, I was waiting for this shit. Uh, I'm just starting <laughs> writing. And uh it's not bad, really. It just gives me an overall like what to do. Um nice. but for somebody who's not uh as well versed as you are with fitness and nutrition and things like that, like that'd probably be really helpful. <clears throat> Oh shit! I gotta stop. With the chat GPT, <laughs> you're having fun with it, dude. Dude, it's, it's awesome. addicting. <laughs> I just said, "How can I prepare for an ultra marathon?" And ask what just... you should do if you fart in a cab. Do something fun. <laughs> um, Are we too adult for I, that? I went another way. I said, "This time, tell me a love story about <laughs> Nick, oh. Nick, and Justin." <laughs> Uh, Are we a thruple? <laughs> Do we get married? Uh, something like that. Yeah. The three of us. Oh. <laughs> what sh- what that, should I do if I fart? That feels like a human centipede situation uh, with Nick R in the middle. What? what should I do if I fart in a cab? If you accidentally oh. fart in a taxi, here's what you can do. Apologize. If the driver if the driver notices a simple apology can go a long way in making the situation less awkward <laughs> two open a window if possible opening a window can help dissipate the odor and improve the air quality in the cab just slowly Three, roll down the window offer to pay for an air freshener if the driver seems uncomfortable you can offer to pay for an air freshener or an extra cleaning fee four be considerate five be respectful it's important to be mindful of others and to be respectful in all situations, including in a taxi. Farting in a cab can be embarrassing, but by following these <laughs> steps, you can handle the situation with grace and professionalism. <laughs> oh my uh, God. The more you know, the yep. more you know. Oh man. Well, <clears throat> that's this is addicting i mean i could see where it would be nice though like if you were like yeah if you had writer's block and you were just like trying to get started like this would be a great place to just get started you know like hey i'm trying to write this story about something or i'm trying to start this paper or um i just need a topic for this write me a synopsis for whatever and i could see where it would like sure I'll make this easy for you. Hmm. I don't know how true. So this version only knows, I think, up to 2021. So if you ask it like super current topics, it won't know. I think the next version will, though, which Hmm. is that much more scary. But scary fun. 
Really? Is this thing is this thing an app or is it just go to the website? Dude, I don't know that much. Mm-hmm. I think it is what is the internet? Is the internet like a website with like subdomains or I don't but you know what I mean? Or like a machine with unlimited storage space. I don't know what the fucking internet is. So I don't know what this is. I think this is like an extension or like part of it. It's like, it, it's the thing that combs the internet to figure out <clears throat> what the fuck to say to you. This is like the black web. Or it's a whole other entity. Like it's a thing. It does it. Look, you're doing it. Unless literally there's, it's really, really good at being live and there's, some kid in Malaysia like typing back to you. No, I think there are too many people doing this at once. It's going too fast. <clears throat> oh, is it telling you it's like, like I think, down? Hmm? No, are you saying it's bot. They're just it's going too fast. I think there are too many people using it all around Great. the world right at this point. There's moment. no way that it's a person on the other yeah, end. Yeah, no way. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, this is just a computer that's like mm-hmm. It probably pulled keywords from what you're doing, and it's like, oh, I've got a bank, a word bank of things that I know because you said, um, you said weightlifting, you said ultra marathon, or you said something like this, and now I've got to fucking start typing uh, all this shit that's like pre. I think so. with every input, it gets better. Like it starts to learn you. You think. Not not you, I'm saying it as a whole, as a conglomerate. So every time it gets an input from any user anywhere, like mm-hmm. the system itself, the, I, the AI itself gets better. If yeah. I understand it correctly. You may be able to delete like your own search history, like what you mm-hmm. tell to search. But I think on the back end, it's storing everything that people type into it. Yeah, Correct. Like it, it knows it. how it answered your history mm-hmm. if it doesn't know your history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. I just wrote in here, write a bio for Nick Rucker. And it says, I'm sorry, I don't have any information about a specific <laughs> individual named Nick Rucker. You're not famous enough. Fuck. <laughs> well, go perform the song that it wrote and then see how it pays you back. Oh. <laughs> Lord. Is it actually a good song? No, it was horrible. yeah i said i told it to write me a patriotic song and it basically just started like singing the star spangled banner (laughs) like this is stupid somebody already wrote this i want to know at what point can you tell it to write the music to the lyrics it just sent you yeah i wonder because now all you gotta do is play the guitar Write the music to a country song. Let's see what happens here. This thing's going to explode. <laughs> no, but it's just starting to... <laughs> it's just <laughs> writing lyrics again. Uh, that's funny. <clears throat> I asked it if <laughs> you it could write... Oh, go ahead. The chorus, the chorus, yes. real quick, because this is my country. These are my roots. I breathe the fresh air and I wear my boots. <laughs> with every, yeah, with, every st- with every step I take, I feel alive. This is my country where I come alive. 
That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I got me a new oh, fuck. I'm getting out of here. Getting out of the slums. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. You're gonna sad. you're gonna go huge with that song, and then some random person is gonna find this uh podcast episode and they're gonna be like, shit. He made it up. He made the entire thing up through Chat GBT. And it's yep. just Damn. This is it. This was the thing. They're gonna want to buy this episode. Mm, this episode could be an NFT. Yep. Mm-hmm. But when that happens, Rucker, just remember that you said that you were gonna split all proceeds with me and Bulby. Mm-hmm. Or hey, we're gonna push the, you in front of the monster. In the <laughs> so notes, that we live. In the notes at the bottom of this, it says the melody for the song is up tempo, with oh. a catchy and upbeat feel. Using acoustic guitar, banjo, and steel guitar for accompaniment. The lyrics are meant to reflect the love and pride of someone for their country and hometown. (laughs) Oh, we get it. Here's what you do with these lyrics, bitch. Yes. If you don't make it big within the next week, I'm going to fucking come through this phone and kill you. Crawl into your brain and shit inside your mouth. We're going to utilize Starlink's satellites and laser beaming from space. Hmm. Yeah, I'd ha- I can see where this would be super addicting after a while. Mm-hmm. This is just going to do all of my thinking for me. No longer do I have to like not think at all. I'm just going to be like, wait till it's like a uh, talk GPT. Where I'm just like, oh, yeah. I just tell it like, hey, recite or like give this presentation for me, and it's like. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> like or like, hey, I'm doing a stand-up comedy act tonight for an hour. Please give me content. And it's just it's like so well, the other day I was walking up. I searched that. Oh uh, no. Um, I'm typing in give me a stand up comedy hour of Compton. (laughs) This thing I said, uh, give me a stand up comedy hour of content. And it said, introduction start with a self deprecating joke that sets the tone for the rest of the show. Example. Mm -hmm. Good evening, folks. It's great to be here tonight. I have a lot of experience performing in front of an audience of empty chairs. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says jokes about dating, marriage, and breakups. Example, I just got out of a long-term relationship. It was so long-term that I don't even remember what it's like to sleep alone anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Nick. Work. I don't remember what it's like to sleep alone anymore. <laughs> oh my god, I know what this guy's talking about. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh jokes about current events, politics, and social media. I've never been good at keeping up with the latest news, but now that I have social media, I can't escape it, even if I wanted to. <laughs> That's the joke. Oh my god. Love it. Childhood. 
I remember when I was a kid, I thought I was invincible. And then I hit puberty and I realized I was just invincible to embarrassment. <laughs> hey, go to an open mic night with that, Nick. People are going to be like, this guy's a fucking douche. <laughs> I still want to do an open mic night. One time at least. You should. I'm afraid. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's very. I did, I did it. I think <laughs> you this did is it? kind of funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you love it? Uh, it was a good experience. Yeah, but well, I, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it's scary, but yeah, it was fun. Where did you what do it? Talking about. Uh, I did it at uh, the downtown Omaha club. Backline. Um, backline. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what, what, did, what are we talking about? Uh, doing, a, doing an open mic night. Like they yeah. like twenty five people there, and everyone put their names in a hat, and it just kept on going, going. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm gonna be the last one. And sure enough, <laughs> I had to shut the place down. You had the last spot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. there anybody left? Did everybody stay through the whole? Yeah, and everyone stayed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So because that would the, suck if you like get up and there's five people left. Here's the closing of the show that this AI um, suggests. Thanks for coming out tonight, folks. It's been a blast. And for those of you who are still here, I hope you had a better time than my last Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, fellas, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, I've got to go to sleep. Yeah, me too. And yep, um, I do too. Eventually. Well, it's been great. It's uh, we should just make this a trio from now on. That's really, so weird. I was just typing in random letters and numbers into my web browser, and it just like popped up with this uh, the Zoom meeting. I had no intention of actually joining. I was just uh, it's just the uh, yeah. happens. I I went to Chat GPT yeah. and I was like, let me join a random. A random Skype call, and then seventy three. It, it said you asked it to beam you to the most popular podcast on the planet. Exactly. Yeah. And here you are. I get it. That's why I like ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning right. in, and uh, we will see you sometime. See you next time. Yeah. See you in nine months. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Uh, see see ya. ya. Later, guys. Bye.